Sign up to The Economist for in-depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online-only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture and China, and full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Hello and welcome to the program, UFO Warning. In this episode, we're asking, did the RAF shoot down a UFO? That's correct. Did RAF shoot down a UFO? Of course, we're talking about, did the Royal Air Force of the UK there shoot down an unidentified flying object. There's been a lot come out about this story. Uh, Jeremy Corbell broke it uh, a few days ago, I guess, on his podcast. Uh, he's done, I think, some excellent work uh, with his uh, uh, documentary he did on implants. Uh, he's also done some stuff that's been a little out there, maybe, uh, with the lights uh, over the uh, uh, Air Force Base there in Southern California that, that a lot of people think were just flares. Uh, I'm kind of reserved in judgment on this one, but the picture's cool, even though it's blurry. And I like the idea that we're talking about this stuff, at least. Maybe we can get a conversation about this going and more stuff will come out at a later date. Now, the first article I'm looking at comes to us from HITC.com, HITC.com, written by, it says, Chayatra Krishnamurthy, dated Wednesday, the 15th of November, 2023, in Dateline UK. It says, new image of Syria Dome UAP, that's in quotes, originally reported as enemy aircraft stirs debate. Now, they've got a illustration here. I'm not really sure. It bears a lot of resemblance to what uh, Corbell is showing us, but we'll continue. It says, UFOlogist Jeremy Corbell and George Knapp took to discussing a new blurry image of the Syria Dome UAP, which was initially reported as a hostile drone before being shot down by the Royal Air Force in 2021. Now, a lot of people are giving these guys grief about the quality of the picture, which is bad. But then again, when you think about the uh, images we've been shown of the Tic Tac and, you know, the other uh, uh, shots that were taken off the east and west coast of the U.S. that the Navy finally released, we have to know that those are not uh, the original highest uh, quality stuff that they have. We're just getting the uh, kids' table version, I believe. It says, the supposed UFO sightings from ages ago in recent times are being actively analyzed by UFOlogists and investigators thanks to the UAP hearings held in the United States and Mexico, which raised interesting questions about the supposed evidence presented before Congress. I think they're drawing some connections there that don't really exist, but uh, we'll go on. People have been investigating these things with or without Congress. It says, new images of Syrian Dome UAP released on Weaponized Podcast. It was during an episode on the Weaponized Podcast that unseen images of what's called a Syria Dome UAP were shown, and the ufologists claimed that the blurry picture displays an object that was allegedly shot down. The supposed UFO is said to be classified as a UAP with the intelligence community, and it was captured from a fighter plane on December 14, 2021. Jeremy claimed there were two of them. 
The blurry image of the Assyria Dome UAP is funnily compared to Hermit the Frog owing to its irregular formation. While you look at this thing, it looks like one of those Wurstatz blobs or whatever, you know, you look at it and you try to determine what it is. Uh, it is blurry and I can see Hermit there. The picture is hard to decipher and all you can see is a bizarre shaped object with its lower body resembling a screw stationed in the sky. The Royal Air Force reportedly caught up with the unidentified object upon spotting them and even fired an advanced short-range air-to-air missile called ASRAM. One of the two objects is believed to have been hit, while the other disappeared in a flash. However, it isn't known if the remains of the object that was shot down were recovered. Its exact nature remains undetermined. That's the same kind of thing that's happening with the shootdowns that we had up there in Alaska uh, along the Arctic Sea where... Uh, we, we know we, we talked about the YouTube videos showing the big cargo planes and the military aircraft flying back and forth in that area. Uh, and all we heard was nothing to see here. Same thing that happened uh, over the Yukon in Canada when they said, oh, well, no way we can find this, even though we have the most advanced spy network on the planet. Nothing to see here. Move along. Same thing we heard about Lake Huron. Oh, it must be a party balloon, even though the pilots that shot the thing down said, doesn't look like a party balloon to me. So we're getting the same treatment. Something gets shot down and then we're supposed to move along and not even talk about it. And then it goes on, it says, it was initially reported as an enemy aircraft. The incident was reported publicly, unlike other UAPs, but the Ministry of Defense has identified the object as an enemy aircraft and a small hostile drone that posed a threat to coalition forces fighting in Southern Syria. Not sure what a little small hostile drone is going to do up against one of these uh, large fighter planes, but hey, whatever. BBC reports that Defense Secretary Ben Wallace said the strike was an impressive demonstration of the RAF's ability to take out hostile targets in the air. The incident reportedly occurred near the El Tanif Coalition military base close to Iraq's border, and it was also the Royal Air Force's first encounter with a flying object over Iraq or Syria. Remember the last time that we had these things shot down over uh, Alaska, Yukon, Lake Huron, and even the one off, I believe, was it North Carolina, the one that was actually a Chinese spy balloon? They're using missiles that cost five hundred to $600,000 a piece, right? So just think of the amount of money that's being spent on these. Instead of using a few uh, 50 cals, they're using half a million dollar missiles in an area when we have trillions of dollars of debt. Just a thought. The unclear image had promoted different reactions from social media users. Some of them were convinced that they were looking at a UFO, while others believed the picture itself wasn't authentic to conclude. One wrote, I found it in three minutes. It's a sea drone. A second user asked, why would the military shoot at an aircraft of unknown origins? Makes no sense. <laughs> and that's a good question. And that's a question that we asked this past February when they shot down three different uh, objects that were uh, hovering in the air. And we didn't know what they were. Why would you shoot something down that you don't know what it is? I guess because you can. Looks like a siren tower. Wish we had the whole picture, said another. One commented, if you all believe the Breuer image is a UFO, please educate yourself. Look, this could be a case where uh, the UK government's coming out and they're letting some of this stuff uh, leak into uh, the public just as a way to kind of uh, take some of the pressure off, kind of like letting a little steam off the kettle. Uh, they figure if they give these people a blurry picture, maybe they won't ask for a clear one. I mean, look what happened with the Tic Tac video. We get this blurry uh, video image that's been posted on YouTube for years, and we know that they've got much, much better 
uh, quality stuff than that. I mean, your average iPhone or Samsung high-end phone could take better pictures than this. So we know the military certainly has better quality stuff. Now, this article is from the sun.co.uk. It's got a picture of Jeremy Corbell here. It says, close encounter. I've seen evidence an RAF jet open fire on a UFO over Syria. And we're not being told the whole truth, claims investigator. And then this is my saying on Bose, published uh, November 14, 2023. The Royal Air Force just, the Royal Air Force jet opened fire on a mysterious UFO over Syria, an investigative filmmaker has claimed. Jeremy Corbell, who also revealed what he claims is the first picture of the unknown craft and suggested the official version of the encounter is not the whole story. Well, I'll give him that. And then it has a picture of this craft here. It does look almost like a corkscrew type thing. I don't know. It's it's hard to say. I, I, I mean, he's putting it out there. I'll give him credit for that. He said he was able to confirm the image of the UP was associated with the air-to-air -air sh missile shooting over Syria on December 14th, 2021. Corbell, who is behind a string of bombshell leak videos involving UFOs in the U.S. military, revealed his latest claim in a podcast with veteran journalist George Knapp. He said that during his investigation, he came across a really weird image of the target and claimed that it had been labeled as an unidentified anomalous phenomena in secret intelligence reports. He said he was able to confirm the image of the UAP was associated with the air-to-air -air missile shooting over Syria on December 14, 2021. So this thing was shot down almost three years ago. Back then, the Ministry of Defense called the unprecedented target a hostile terrorist drone and reported that an RAF typhoon shot it down after it posed a threat to coalition forces in the area. It was the first time the RAF had an air-to-air -air combat engagement since the Falklands War almost 40 years ago. However, Corbell cast doubt on the official version and claimed there are discrepancies in the public report. According to the filmmaker, the object was not a hostile terrorist drone, but a UAP with unknown origin and flight characteristics other than what human-made aircraft had. He said, we have been able to confirm the image was associated with the air-to-air -air shooting by the RAF jets and the vehicle in the image was labeled as a UAP because calling it a UFO is too scary. In fact, it was used as an example of UAP and an intelligence product. While the media had reported it to be a hostile terrorist drone, the entire intelligence community said it was a UAP. So here you go. He could be right. Even when the government, uh, whether it's the UK or the US, is calling these things UAPs, basically UFOs, the media, I think a lot of it because of their own personal bias, insist on classifying these things as drones, swamp, gas, whatever. While it seems Corbell does not have credible proof to back up his arguments, he says the CENTCOM has been tracking UAPs for the past 15 years and says it is plausible that these flying objects could be extraterrestrial. But this is not the first time when the investigative filmmaker made such huge claims, Corbell previously told the U.S. Sun that Russia and the U.S. have fired weapons at UFOs recently and regularly with increased frequency. Well, we know they have. I mean, what happened back in February when they uh, shot that thing down over Alaska? What happened when they shot the one down over the Yukon and over Lake Huron? They're unidentified. We never have got a clear uh, definition of what those things are. And they refused to release the gun camera uh, footage. The filmmaker also appeared on Talk TV, doubling down on his claim as he alleged videos of the aerial engagements exist and he has seen them. He also vowed to testify to Congress about the incidents to help break down the secrecy and stigma around the UFO topic. Earlier this year, Corbell released footage of a black triangular UFO flying over the Mojave Desert in California. Now, I would just say this. I watched that video and I think to say that it was a black triangular UFO is 
is stretching things. They're over uh, a military base there in Mojave Desert, like they said in California. Clearly, it looks to me like flares. Uh, and I'm not going to... I'm not going to blow smoke here. If I think it's flares, I'm going to tell you it's flares. I don't think that that was a UFO, honestly. The shape, which is said to have been half the size of a football, football field pitch, was spotted in the sky near the U.S. military training range and camp at 29 Palms. Yeah. It is claimed the military fired illumination rounds toward the object and forces spent three hours searching for the objects. Now, I think it's more of just uh, some kind of exercise they were doing. I think, I think this is one of those things where people got really excited about this thing and I'm sorry, but it's a distraction from actual sightings. We have plenty of uh, wonderfully documented giant triangle uh, UFO sightings that, that deserve our attention. And, and anytime something happens over a base like this, we need to be specific about it. And we have to be open-minded about it, but we also have to be critical about it. It goes on and says, and the Pentagon's new UFO investigation unit has been notified of the incident, according to Corbell. Well, I think they know that that, that this, is, this is not something uh, serious. The encounter occurred on April 2021, but the footage was only released by Corbell this year. Yeah, there was a lot of questions that I had around that um, 29 Palms uh video uh why not bring some people forward that were there why not have an open and transparent investigation why why leave that why leave that video sitting in a vault somewhere for you know six months or a year whatever it was and then trot it out and and then trot it out and tell us that oh yes there was a giant triangle it, put the stuff out there as soon as you get it and let people decide that's the best that's the best uh way we have for disclosure is just transparency and just openly uh, sharing this information. Now, I'll finish up with this last article talking about what could be some kind of a UFO shot down here by the RAF, uh, getting away from uh, 29 Palm story, which I really wasn't a big fan of. This article is from the irishstar.com. It's written by Michael Moran. It says, audience writer and John O'Sullivan's audience editor, uh, dated November 16, 2023. Title says, UFO shot down by U.S. military picture emerges as ex-Marine reveals black site for ETs. Now, this is, uh, the guy's name is Herrera, says he has been threatened upon revealing his uh, alleged UFO experiences. Well, I can, I can believe that. A former U.S. Marine says he visited a military site whose sole purpose was to shoot down supposed extraterrestrial vehicles with a new photo purporting to show such an incident reports the Daily Star. Under oath in front of the U.S. Congress, Michael Herrera said, while in the course of duty, he encountered a 300-foot aircraft in the jungles of Indonesia. Herrera described the craft as constantly changing color, like someone was operating a dimmer switch. He was warned off approaching the ship by Special Forces personnel who were armed. He has further expanded his experiences by telling the Weaponized podcast that he visited a clandestine military black site that used technologically advanced weapon systems to shoot down extraterrestrial aircraft on their social channels. The podcast later released a picture of the hostile drone shot down by an RAF typhoon over Syria. So you can see uh, Corbell and Knapp are doing a lot of stuff on their podcast. They're bringing people out there. I mean, they're talking about this stuff. And uh, it's it's they're doing some pretty good investigative work and it's also a pretty fun entertaining stuff so while he's talking about the one that the, the this drone that the uh, RAF uh, reportedly shot down they're also saying hey they're not the only ones uh, the U.S. is a big dog on this and you know hey this guy said I saw a 300 foot uh, wide aircraft in the jungles of Indonesia 
You know, a lot of crazy stuff going on in these jungles, whether it's Indonesia or Peru or whatever. It says the Ministry of Defense said that the terrorist drone, which was shot down in December 2021, posed a threat to forces fighting the Islamic State in the south of Syria. Jeremy Corbell from Weaponize told the Daily Star that he had no idea whether or not the MOD would officially release the image. Hera was interviewed on the podcast by Chris Lado, who is a former U.S. Air Force fighter pilot turned podcaster. Lado is particularly interested in UAP. The former Marine said he was approached by someone within the U.S. military in July of this year and was invited on a helicopter tour. I don't know if you watch uh, Chris Lado's stuff on YouTube, but I find it very interesting, informative, and entertaining. I really like his, like his show a lot. It goes on here. It says, we end up going back to a black site, which looks abandoned topside. Michael said, there's no activity visible genius on their part, but underneath the surface is a very different story. It's a very active spot. They do a lot of scalar longitudinal weapon testing or EMPs. This is a very advanced version, but they have different types. They have some that are so surgical that are very accurate, then they have some that are kind of like a wave. The purpose of the facility is to actually take down ET craft, and they do this about two to three times a year. So it's almost like uh, what people have talked about harp. Maybe they're just, you know, directing these energy beams or whatever up into the sky and randomly taking these things down. I mean, it, I have a hard time thinking that the DoD wouldn't do that if they couldn't, if they could do that. Herrera kept the identity of his contact and the Department of the Military he worked in under wraps. I think what they mean to say is that he met this person while they were providing security for Stephen Greer. The U.S. government, he said, has been undertaking UFO crash retrievals since the 1940s. However, vested interests from big business have prevented the truth about alien life from being revealed because it would alter the way people live their lives. You know, I didn't believe that until COVID happened. And um, after, and I think, was it Nick Pope was talking about this? I always thought, you know, disclosure now because people are just going to, they're going to deal with it. But after seeing what happened with COVID, I'm not so sure. I saw people lose their minds. So, you know, I, I have to tell you, I've lost a lot of faith in humanity and their ability to deal with disclosure. So I guess that's why I think the best way to disclose this stuff is, for, is grassroots from the ground up. Let it bubble up through the internet, whatever. Because I feel like almost if the government comes out and does this big, you know, uh, reveal that it's going to really result in a high level of craziness across all levels of society. I mean, look at COVID. You had people locked in their little, uh, uh, tiny little uh, houses in South Africa and in India. At one point in India, you had more people dying of snake bite every year than of COVID. But that, I was reading comments online where people had lost their minds over this stuff. And so, man, what would happen if we have a major uh, just disclosure slash exposure of this whole UFO thing? A lot of people, people that listen to this program or programs like this are probably going to be able to handle it. They're going to say, well, man, I knew this all along. But there are going to be some people out there, a lot of people, millions of people, maybe a couple billion people that are going to be so, I mean, their world is going to be so rocked that I'm not sure what they'll do. And like I said, I've seen this happen during this last, you know, during that whole lockdown thing. People that I thought had common sense lost their love and minds over this stuff. So what will happen if we have some kind of blow up? I'm not so sure anymore. I used to think it'll be fine, move along. I'm not really feeling that way anymore. 
Herrera said the U.S. government has ET technology so powerful that it could change the world. There's a lot of breakthroughs that could happen. That's not just transportation-wise, but we're talking about medical. We're talking about the economy. We're talking about technology with power poverty would basically end overnight, he said. Well, it would depend upon who got a hold of the technology. It would depend upon who got a hold of the free energy, say. That free energy could power the whole globe or it could blow the globe up. You know, that's what we have to keep in mind. It, it's almost like uh, what happened when you dropped a chainsaw into the rainforest. Well, you lost a lot of trees. So there's so many questions to be answered around this whole, uh, you know, alien disclosure, revelation, exposure, whatever you want to call it, thing. But what we're finding out now is, I think, is that the government has been shooting these things down for a while. And that's kind of the attitude of your military. Shoot first, ask questions later. And if anybody gets hurt or injured or killed, then that's just collateral damage. But we got to blow these things up. Instead of trying to observe them first, uh, get an idea of what's happening here, and then, uh, and, and then approach these things with caution, it seems like we're just seeing these stories come out more and more, where they're just rushing in, they're blowing these things up, they're attacking these things, and they're not giving any consideration to the long-term effects of shooting down UFOs. Until next time, this is UFO Warning, over and out.